Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Spot outro by nothing short of tragic. I fucked that up. I fucked that up. It's supposed to be the intro. All right, here we go. All I right. was fucking drinking anyway. Whatever. <laughs> All right, let's go. Oh, no. That's not it either. Fuck, man. I knew this was going to be the lucky episode, man. You know what? You know, yeah, that's okay. I'll, I'll find it. Where the hell did it go? Sam edits my stuff. This part, I will edit out. Okay, here we go. Here it goes. Savior, what's up, dude? Hey, man, how are you? Good. So I, I was like, where the fuck is my intro at? And you know when you delete some move stuff around, I'm used to things being in the same spot or same place at the same time. So I'll probably keep the uh, mis- mistakes in there. Perfect. Sounds fun. Sounds fun. So <laughs> late night Embrace savior. the mistake. Embra- you have to embrace the mistake. And that's what my producer always tells me to embrace. And I always want to not embrace it. But every now and again, I'm like, you know what? It's fun. It's actually funny when it happens, honestly. <laughs> you know, like a- I always <laughs> enjoy it, man. So late night, late night savior, you guys have been kind of shaking the music industry, it seems, uh, since 2016. Yeah, we've been doing our best anyway, trying to trying to get out there as much as possible, play as many shows as we can, put out as much good music as we can. Quite a few shit music songs, <laughs> you know, shit like that. But, um <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to keep ahead of it. That's cool, man. And the band is from Utah. I don't know if I've had any other Utah bands on here before. I think I might have. I think I might have. Man, are you guys near Salt Lake City at all? 
Yeah, we are. We're just outside. So is SLC Punk like a big thing? Um, or like maybe, maybe I'm old now, right? Like maybe it used to be <laughs> like a, long, a long time ago. I'm not, you know, 16 anymore, I guess. No, the, the punk scene is awesome. Is it? Around Salt Lake. Uh, you know, the punk shows always sell out. We're not punk, so unfortunately that doesn't happen for us. We we get, you know, my mom's out in the crowd. That's pretty cool. So, um, <laughs> But that and, like, the kind of southern rock bluesy feel is really, really big around here. Okay. So that's, that's always awesome to go out to the shows and see those guys. That's awesome, man. Now, you guys, is it recently or you guys have, have you been – with Rock Shop Records for a while. So we just joined up with them um, last year in 2020, at the beginning of 2020, and flew up to Canada to, to meet those guys and record this last album. So it's been very, very recent. So so you got signed, was it be- right before the pandemic or right after? Yeah, right before the pandemic. So we went up and recorded this album um, I think it was in February of 2020, we recorded everything. And then immediately after the pandemic hit and we just had all these songs sitting. So we, we timed it extremely well for us to be able to do absolutely nothing with it. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, so was the record label really able to do anything for you guys during the pandemic? Or was everything was just kind of on pause? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, lucky for us, especially in the, in the area that we live, we weren't forced to stop playing out. So, I mean, we did a lot of local shows and things like that throughout 2020 and we could travel throughout the state. Um, As far as branching out like normal, that was, that was out, but uh, we we were just too hungry. So we just started putting out music as much as possible, even throughout the pandemic. And I think that it helped us honestly, because uh, the way that I viewed it was everybody sitting at home, listening to music. So why not put some in front of them? You know, I've had I've had a lot of different bands on 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 my show, and they get different responses from different bands. And my favorite response would be what you just said: "Is we're just sitting at home, anyways. Might as well start coming up with music, be creative. People are at home listening to music. Uh, there was a time period where a lot of people weren't leaving their houses at all. Everyone's yeah. working from home, and music probably helped a lot of people out. Generally speaking, so being able to come out with new music was a smart idea." Oh, yeah, that's the way that we reviewed it, man. Everybody's just sitting at home. You got to break the mold, uh, have something to look forward to, you know. And, and music for me, I mean, I was looking for other bands who were doing the same thing. And mm. I was super stoked. Anytime one of my favorite bands was putting out something, man, I was I was just waiting. So in Utah, uh, you guys are still able to play small gigs then, huh, throughout uh, the pandemic? Yeah, it was definitely... Um, all the crowds were very, very small, very limited yeah. capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, everybody's dressed in their hazmat gear or whatever yeah. they were wearing. Uh, but it, it was just cool to still be able to perform to whatever extent we were allowed. Yeah, and you know, Oklahoma was. And I'm, I'm in Oklahoma City, uh, and there was a there was still like the state. I think maybe shut down for. I want to say it did for like a month or two. Uh, but then they were kind of like, all right, because I remember seeing live bands, like cover bands and stuff like that anyways here. Cover bands is big, are big in Oklahoma. Like, if you're in a band, a lot of bands here are in cover bands. And I don't really get it, but that, that's kind of how it is. But I remember seeing cover bands play. But yeah, limited crowds and uh, limited, uh, everyone had all their, you know, outside. it was always outside too. It was always outside. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hey, man, and I won't trash talk too many cover bands. 
I am in a cover band myself. <laughs> we are the premier late night savior cover band. I feel like we do pretty okay. You know, it's just, it's just, I'm not trash like cover bands. It's just weird though because I'm from California originally. And when you go see bands, there, there'd be cover bands where they have cover songs. But like all you see here is cover bands. Like typically, if there's a band, 99% of the time it's going to be a cover band. Oh, yeah. And, but there's certain venues to go to where they're not going to be cover bands. So I apologize to all cover bands <laughs> to offend you. I, I think the cover band is the perfect way to end any night because everybody's just plastered drunk by the end of it. They're just playing everybody's number one single. It's it's just a big sing along. So I'm all for it. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Especially if it's all country. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I know some country songs. I live in Oklahoma, so I definitely know some country songs now that I did not know before uh, moving here. So. Right. <laughs> But late night, so you guys have been uh, on some tours uh, and played with some, like, regional tours or national tours? So we haven't done any of the national tours just yet. Uh, We've just done regional stuff with with a few bands and and mostly just our own setups. And then we'll play with another touring band at different venues throughout has been our biggest success. So we'll play, you know, with Red here, and then we'll play with Tantric in Idaho and stuff like that, you know, go around our, our little circle. Yeah, you guys, and I was reading on your website. Uh, you guys got a pretty informative website, too, by the way, so kudos uh, on, <laughs> on that. It's, I don't know if it's updated or not, but it's a good, it's a good website. It's, it's, it's pretty updated. We try to stay an open book with everything that we're up to. That's awesome, man. And you can still, I saw that you guys have opened up for Drowning Pool, mm-hmm. um, Saliva, Thousand Foot Crutch, Adelita oh, Play, yeah. like a bunch of bands. So people that are, and you, and I went on Spotify, and you guys got a bunch of listeners on there, and your music's fantastic, dude. And the new song Appreciate we're going to play, the, the new song we're going to play later um, with uh, the Veer Union that you guys collab. I got a bunch of questions about that as well. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but if, if let's say someone's in a band and they're starting out and they want and they're getting ready to tour some of these bigger bands, I mean, for you, what, was it a little bit? Were you a little nervous at first, or was it like, ah, they're going to go on way after we play, so it doesn't matter? Um, we never really got too nervous about playing with bands. I, I would say that we were just more excited. We would specifically seek out the shows that we wanted to attend. And I would just send emails to the promoters. Hey, throw me on this show. Throw me on this show. Throw me on this show. Because I wanted a free ticket. And so it was more just that excitement of, hey, it worked and we're at the show. Yeah. Um, the nerves kind of fade away as soon as that first note hits. Yeah, dude. I, you know, are any of those bands that you played with, uh, were you able to talk with them after, after, after the concert was over, after they were done playing? Uh, or before you guys even played or in between? Was there ever like a meet and greet with the bands? I would say almost every single one of those bands that we've played with, we've been able to have conversations with afterwards, um, just while everybody's cleaning up. We all kind of pitch in and help each other out at the end of the night. It seems pretty standard for where we've been playing. And so it's it's been absolutely incredible to meet some of these people, you know, that I've looked up to, right. my idols and stuff, you know. Um, but yeah, just uh, I thought it was stupid at first just to hand out our CD to every single one of them. Throw it in the trash, throw it out the window, whatever you want to do with it, man, it's yours. Uh, but it's worked out because I've had a lot of them hit me up afterwards and say, hey, awesome. we've actually listened to it. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I bet people do listen to it, but most people probably don't know because their CD's probably shit. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you guys actually coming out with some good music. That's why uh, after I heard the song you did today, I listened to it with uh, the Beer Union. I literally was like, hold up a second. Let me check out these guys a little bit more. And, <laughs> and yeah, really good music. Okay, so let's get into uh, the the song you did with Beer Union. How did that come about? Is that something the record label put together? So the Veer Union, um, their singer and guitar player, Kristen and Ryan, are actually the owners of the label that we're on. And that's oh, okay. That's one of those situations where we were, you know, I saw the Veer Union was playing in our area and I hit up the promoter, put me on the show. Um, so that's a classic example of we got to chat afterwards and I gave them the CD and did the whole thing. And Ryan hit me up, I think, a month later and said, that was the only CD in their player during the rest of the tour. And they wanted to work together on some cool stuff. So that's how that really came about. And of course, if you're going to, you know, do a bunch of songs with the Veer union in their studio, you better have them on one song, you know, they're bad. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's play that song right now. The song is called uh, strong enough to live. Correct. Yes. Okay. We're going to jam this song. And then I have some more questions about it. So let's, Play, and this is only from your perspective since you're the only one on the show. So if they got a different uh, perspective, too bad. We're going with that's, that's pretty much what I say anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's check it out right now. Here we go.
All right, man. Dude, let me put this back on here. All right, can you hear me okay? I can hear you just great. Oh, oh my God. So that song is awesome. I do want to say one thing that I, I think is funny. I tend to rename songs after I hear them. And everyone that watches my show knows that my producer makes fun of me for it. I would actually name that song Strong Enough to Live. That's the yeah. first time I heard a song. <laughs> I was like, bro, the name fits it. The name fits hey, it. Yeah. And, you know, we say it enough times, it's hard to miss, you know? Yeah, I know. So, <laughs> so many bands have songs out that they'll say, like, the catchphrase of the song in the chorus, but then the song's name, like, something like, they said like the word one time. Or something. Yeah, they said the song, like, one time in the beginning verse or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what was it like, what was it like to write lyrics with our, the, the singer, right, from Beer Union. So wait, before I even ask that, who was all from Beer Union? Was it just the vocalist that joined your band on this song? On that one, it was just Crispin singing with us. Okay, okay. So was it was it hard or intimidating to write lyrics? With, like, Did you write the lyrics first and then kind of show him um, what you wrote and have him elaborate on it? Or was it like a kind of together yeah, that thing. was that was kind of more the way that it was so typically when i'm writing songs i'll i'll just bring the basics of it and we sat down and and really hashed out the details you know we changed a few things here and there uh to fit both of us really well um but the the main part of the song i would say i wrote okay but it wasn't intimidating at all working with okay. him like okay. it's it's super super chill um, being there with them, we became really good friends up there with everybody. So it was super, super cool to to work with. That's awesome, man. That's, it's nice to be on with the label and then do songs like this and just kind of feel comfortable. You know, it's that's a good feeling, I bet. Yeah, absolutely. So, what is the band's? Uh, what do you guys have planned for the rest of? 2021 you guys doing some concerts go you guys i think i saw you guys are getting maybe ready to do a national tour soon so we are going to do a national tour next year i don't have all of the details just yet okay. able to share um surprise surprise but we are going to finish out this year doing a couple more regional things um trying to branch out a little bit because we're dropping our album on august 28th we're going to Fancy. be doing a big album release and uh, a couple little dates afterwards Okay, it's late night saving you again. I know that's the name of your band. It's strong enough to live. <laughs> strong enough to live going to be on that album. Absolutely. Okay, so that's not just a single. That's going to be part of a bigger album. Yeah, so we've released, uh, I believe, five songs off of the new album so far, and there's five more to go. Oh, wow. Okay, so you've already released five songs from the album that's coming out in August. Exactly. Are you yeah, we release released those throughout 2020. Okay, are you going to release any more before the album, or are you going to wait till the album comes out? We have a really big song that's my personal favorite off of the album, so okay. I'm glad that we saved it for last. Um, we're going to put that out right on the date that we are going to release the album, so everybody will be able to hear that one song when we release the album. So you guys are hyping this thing up pretty good, huh? We're trying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're trying to do it. All right, take me back to 2016. We're going to go backwards here a little bit, okay? Take me back to 2016 when the band first formed together. How did that happen? Like, who was the main um, instigator to start the, the band? So the way that it kind of worked was, so the bass player of our group is, is my brother. And gotcha. he and I 
we would sit out on my front porch and just play songs. You know, we'd both been in bands in the past and really we just needed to write. That was our therapy. And we ended up hooking up with Tyler, who was Sticks' uh, former drummer in one of his bands. And he was at a point in his life as well that, he, you know, we all just needed it. So we decided to get together and it was amazing. You know, when you find the right musicians and it just feels good right off the bat, Mm -hmm. that's exactly how it was. And we were playing indie music, indie acoustic kind of stuff at the time, but it just felt perfect. Um, So we started taking off. Yeah. Did you know that you were going to be this kind of, was the goal originally to be this kind of hard hard rock and new metal-y kind of band or was it just kind of worked off naturally on its own? It, it sort of just came to be naturally. Um, typically when I was writing before and even now I write everything on an acoustic guitar. So it's mm. kind of got that sort of feel, but then uh, stick and Tyler, they were playing death metal before we got into group. So like Tim and I's indie influence mixed with the death metal on this side, we just came to the center and found hard rock. That's cool, man. Yeah, kind of some death metal, some some indie. Do you guys continue to write indie songs at all? Or yeah, Tim and I actually have a, a little bit of a side project going on, writing some indie stuff, some pop punk things. You know, because oh. that's that's where my heart truly lies when the when the day breaks down. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you can't tell by my posters, I'm more of a kind of I'm kind of a punk rock guy. But I will say this, man. Oh yeah, I will say this. Since I started this podcast, I had more metal bands on than any other genre and that's, i've never not liked hard rock or metal i've always liked hard rock and metal just i've always liked rock music you know uh but i kind of favored punk rock a little bit more but since i've been doing this i don't know man i mean i think i'm kind of 50 you're kind of shifting there yeah and i find myself <laughs> liking harder music too and i was told this was going to happen by my producer sam because you're going to start liking it harder and harder i was like i don't think so and I do. The more hard I hear, the more kind of harder I want to hear it, man. It's exactly. like you get desensitized to it a little bit. No kidding. Like being in the this band is actually what's turned me to harder and harder music. You know, I, I listened to stuff back in the day, of course. But um, like just trying to write that genre, constantly trying to have the ear for it. You start catching certain things in different songs. And, and I've grown to appreciate artists that I didn't before to a next level, I would say. It's really cool. Isn't that crazy how, the, how that can happen? I used to hate, like, techno-y type music. I know there's another name, like, EDM type stuff. You know, I'm not yeah. a big fan. But I've seen people write I'm like, I can't write that shit, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. How did you know to push that button right then and there, dude? No kidding. It really is. It really is a, a way of thinking, man. It really is. It's a, it's a way of thought, so. Well, all my, my crew members at my regular day job... They all love dubstep, so I oh, was yeah, forced yeah. to listen to dubstep at first, and I was like, "My God, what is what is going on?" And now I'm like, "Oh yeah, crank the Zomboy, man! Like this, <laughs> this is great." Did, did you ever go to work and be like, "But well, check out my band"? Because like, <laughs> people at work are tired of me talking about my podcast, <laughs> so I can only like if I was in a cool band, I would fucking tell everybody. Like, I keep everyone. it secret as long as possible. That way they they will just listen to me as their boss and not, you know, hey, you've got a cool band too. Uh, but they all always find out. And so they keep better tabs on the group than I do. They'll follow <laughs> the Facebook. And, and I'm not the only one that posts on that. So it's like, we said what today? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I mean, you guys have done a lot in five years, especially 
with the pandemic kind of, you know, recently, and you're still able to write songs and progress, your fan base still keen, seems to keep on growing and growing. So what do you think the future holds for a late night save? You guys, I mean, you guys are in it for the long haul, huh? You got to make it. I think so. You know, we, we never really intended for this to be a big project for us or, or a career. Uh, it was just, you know, Hey, we need something to clear our heads. So we started playing, but now that it, you know, the ball's moving and it's going really well for us. I don't see us slowing down at all. If there's more motivation than ever now to just keep pushing forward, we're so hungry. Dude, and I, you know what? Like I said, you're my 150, uh, the three up there, 153 episodes. Yeah, so I've heard a lot of bands, man, and you guys really have a solid sound. I can tell the direction you guys are going. I don't know what it started off sounding like, uh, but I know what I heard with this song. And if your songs are similar to that one, you guys are going to be just all right, man. I think it's I fantastic, dude. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything that you want to mention? Um, about your band i know we kind of have jump around in conversation on my podcast kind of what i do is there anything that you really want to mention um to get out to say to people who might be listening to us i mean just keep looking out for the future on this because the the next songs that we're about to release are like i said my favorite ones off of the entire album so those are going to be just fucking killer (laughs) dude you can't do that to me because now i'm like what songs are these so August 28th, right? August 28th. We're going to release it all. Do you want to say the name of the song you like the most? No? The the song that I like the most is called Afterglow. Afterglow. Okay. Afterglow. So check right. that one out. And, okay. And that's going to drop on the 28th, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and you're going to have a video for that one as well? Nope. It's just going to be the song. Okay. I don't think it needs a video. No, I think it's, it's going to stand alone. <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. And, and uh, one of my last questions before we talk about your merch and stuff like that is uh, Strong Enough to Live, is that the song, is that the main song getting pushed um, for the for the upcoming uh, album? Yes. Yeah, that's that's the one that we really picked out to be the single of the album. So that one's the one we're going to, we're going to be hitting that one hard, uh, both the rock version and the acoustic version until this release. You're going to be so tired of hearing it and playing it, if you're not already. <laughs> but, like, it's such a great song, but after, like, 200 times of playing, you're like, all right, all right. This is like, oh, yeah. I, I'm sure we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's, there's some of the stuff off of our very first album that we've taken offline because, well, it doesn't stand up. Uh, yeah, man, we played those so much, and we we hear the names of the songs sometimes. Ugh, God, <laughs> bad memories, man. Dude, wait, wait till wait till one of your songs goes platinum, and then twenty years later, you'll still be playing that song. That's what <laughs> the fans are always going to want to hear. That one oh song. yeah, I'll just have to do what all these other groups do with their big single and just reinvent it every night. I'll sing some different lyrics here and there, do it acoustic. Why not? Change, change it up a little bit. You know, I keep it fresh. You know, I always thought it would be funny, and it really doesn't relate. But I, I, I think it'd be funny if like a band was like playing on a big stage somewhere, and they're like, "What's up, Ohio?" And they were like, "Not in Ohio." 
Like they, right. they didn't that. Like they just totally fucked that up. Absolutely. Oh yeah, rock over London, rock on Chicago. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is that thought came to my head for some random reason. Don't know why, but it did. I I thought I'd put it out there. So, anyways, let's talk you know about. What? I'm going to make it my goal. I'm just going to do that at every show. You know, I'll, just, <laughs> I'll say, hey, well, hey, Idaho, and no matter where we're at, unless we're in Idaho. Unless you're not, and you gotta say, "What's up, Utah?" <laughs> What's How's up, Wyoming? Wyoming exists, right? And, and see what the crowd says, man. Like, see what the crowd. Like, <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> say that again. That'd be so funny. Or they would just cheer anyway. Maybe they didn't. They didn't hear or something. Oh, I just yeah. think it'd be so funny that I do. I would hope for so like a uh, like a silence across the crowd, and then I would just <laughs> say it again. What's up, Idaho? <laughs> <laughs> That, dude, if you do that, will you film that, please? I absolutely <laughs> will. <laughs> email, email, email it to me. All right, let's talk about your merchandise and your website. Yeah. Do you know the name of your website? LateNightSaviorBand.com. <laughs> Boom, I think you're right. Let me check. Let I know that check. we own LateNightSavior.com as well, but we shut that one down. LateNightSaviorBand.com. Yeah, yeah, late yeah. Band, that's the one. Killer. Yeah. You got all your merchandise on there? Do you have a separate merch store somewhere else? We have some of our stuff on the online store. Um, I'm admittedly terrible at keeping up on putting our new merch on there. Um, but we, we can't keep stuff in stock at the shows. We have to order too much. So I don't usually ship through the website. You have right. to come to the show to buy the cool stuff. The tank oh. tops and the shot glasses and all that. The jackets. Hopefully you guys get to tour in Oklahoma City sometime. I would love to see the band play uh, if you if you come through the area. Every time a band comes that's been on my show uh, and they're in Oklahoma, I try to do my best to go see them live. I love going to concerts, and especially now that everything's kind of opening back, open back up more. Mm-hmm. It gives me more of a reason to get out of the house. Well, we're going to make it happen. You're going to be right there at the show, and I promise it's coming. Do yeah, all Next right, year. Man. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, I, Brandon, I appreciate you being on the show. Don't go anywhere. Uh, stay right there. Uh, I do want to thank all of our listeners who listen to The Loud Spot. Go on our website. We just uh, Sam just kind of revamped it a little bit, www.theloudspot.net. We do have merch on there, and I think Sam also revamped some of that. So we got T-shirts, hoodies, uh, all kinds of cool stuff. Check us out on YouTube and Apple, Spotify, all that good jazz. Peace out, rock on, and much love. And let me play. Let's see if I fuck up the outro. All right. Let's see if I can, let's see if I can do it. That right. would be gold. <laughs> I got. I got it. I got it. I got it. This is the loud spot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does nothing short of tragic have us back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. 
FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 